right about now, you are listening to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, a show where we discuss living as a leader worth following, leading others to do the same, and in doing so, leaving a legacy for future generations. My name is Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., a learning and development professional and leadership coach, sitting down with my co-host, Anthony Devon Watts Jr., an expert contact center leader that has effectively led and developed dynamic teams with high motivation. Together, we have over 30 years experience in the corporate game. Join us as we discuss our growth as leaders, share the lessons we've learned, and interview others to see how their leadership style was shaped as they were mentored by adversity. Legacy leaders, welcome back to the Legacy and Leadership podcast. Uh, remember, this is a show where we teach you how to live as a leader worth following, how to develop to others to do the same, and in doing so, leave uh, and lead a, gener- a legacy for generations to come. Uh, we definitely want to welcome you back to part two of our first, uh, really technically our second installment, but the first guest that we have for our MBA series, Mentored by Adversity, in season two, which is more than a pod. Uh, back with us, we have uh, Shannon Martin. Um, And we definitely want to take an opportunity to dive a little bit deeper into uh, her background, specifically what she does for Podbeam, and really start to drill down a little bit more in regards to using podcasting within uh, your organization and really continuing to open up your learning and development strategies with this different type of vehicle as well. Uh, Remember for our listeners, whether you're new or you're a loyal listener, we definitely love for you to review the podcast. Uh, Give us a like. Uh, We have definitely been able to increase our followers on Podbeam over the last couple of weeks with some of the exposure that we've gotten. So we're super grateful for that. Uh, If you're one of our our vidcasters and and you love watching on the YouTube channel, uh, definitely, again, like the video, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so as uh, already. And always, whether you're listening to the podcast or watching the video format, we'd love for you to share. You know, share this uh, this episode with somebody who you think will definitely get a lot of value, especially if you know that they're in uh, working for an organization, if they're in the learning and development field, and, and really are looking to use podcasting again to really change the way they help their employees and their teams learn a little bit more and be able to cascade messages uh, in a slightly different way, maybe even a more effective way. So. Uh, we're going to learn more about that again as we continue to move forward with our conversation. Uh, so again, welcome, Shannon. We appreciate having you with us. Uh, please introduce yourself and just uh, remind us about uh, you know specifically what you do for Podbeam, uh, kind of how we uh, were able to start this this relationship as well. Yeah, I'm Shannon Martin, and I'm the Director of Communications at Podbean. Uh, We're a small team, so what that means in terms of my role is I do a little bit of everything. (laughs) And uh, I I love that that feeling. Um, so it's, it's been really enjoyable, uh, doing a lot of, uh, being a liaison with the podcasting community, uh, the general podcasting community. And then in the last few years, we've really become a specialist sort of by what we normally try to do, which is listening to our customers and what they asked for, what they needed and listening to what's going on in the community and just, you know, hearing the needs. And then we have a great tech team. So if we hear about something related to what we do, you know, we can often develop a solution. So we developed probably the really the first truly internal communications and training and development, internal private podcasting uh, platform and solution. Um, I think we were really kind of the leaders in that space. 
and um, so we have worked with lots of different companies uh, in, in doing that and so I've I'm spending a good amount of time on that piece of it and it's really um, enjoyable because I'm in the communications world and I'm loving learning more about the learning space and mm -hmm. uh, the needs and that kind of stuff. So I do that and then still some of our you know more broad uh, communications, conferences, things like that with podcasters. And ironically, we, we connected on LinkedIn yep. uh, and you were uh, actually started messaging me about our, our podcast itself. Mm -hmm. um, and well, actually, no, it was a reverse of that about using Podbeam and, and using podcasting for kind of corporate purposes. And again, using it within that, that learning and development space. Uh, and it, within that conversation, I realized that we actually had a, a podcast already with Podbeam. Uh, and, you know, we were able to connect from that perspective. Uh, and then again, really, really grateful and blessed to be able to uh, have been highlighted a couple of weeks ago within the Podbeam platform as the, the site or podcast of the week, uh, which again, we're super grateful. Um, so many, you know, more followers and, and uh, listeners from around the world, which has just been amazing to Devon and myself uh, as we continue to grow this audience. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a powerful thing to be able to have an opportunity and a platform to be able to share your message again with people all across the world. Uh, and Podbeam has been a wonderful podcast or excuse me, pod, uh, podcasting platform for us to be able to um, get that message out in a very simple way, um, you know, very user-friendly way, very effective way for us. Um, and definitely has uh, really helped us over the last eight months, you know, on our podcasting journey as we started kind of as, as infants and probably in toddler stages now, but still growing <laughs> and learning every day and every week as we continue to move forward. So, again, appreciate that very, very much. Yeah, it's great. To, and it's funny. Yeah, you run into people. Um, I've been talking with a lot of people in L&D and stuff, you know, about the corporate podcasting. And then I, I'm so excited. I always I run into a lot of people that are like, I have my own podcast, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, that's awesome. Tell me about it. And then a lot of people that are podcast fans and and to me, then I'm, it goes to speak to the fact of why this is such a perfect thing for mm -hmm. corporations to be using, because if you have that kind of enthusiasm from people doing it or listening, it's sort of a sign that maybe there's something there to consider. <laughs> no, absolutely. So that's a kind of a, a great segue too. Let's you know start to dive into that a little bit more. Um, I guess, what are some of the kind of the first steps, um, and how do you as a team and as an organization help uh, a, a corporate entity? You know, I work for an engineering company uh, right now. We have uh, four regions on the East Coast, about thirty. 30 plus offices across, uh, again, the, the east side of the country. Um, and that it is something that we're looking into. So, you know, how, how would we be able to really start that process of using podcasts? And what do you see are some of the benefits, uh, again, for using podcasting within that learning and development space within your organization? Yeah, I think the a lot of what you said about your podcast holds true um, from the perspective of getting started and ease of use and that kind of thing. So we provide the the, the technology, the platform, and the piece about it that's important for companies using it is that we provide a secure platform. It's not the same as our other platform because we're not distributing it out to iTunes and or Apple Podcasts, I should say, mm -hmm. Google and all of those. We're actually wanting to be only for the employees that are supposed to be accessing it um, in most cases. Some some companies are doing both. You know, they're doing a marketing and stories that go out to the world and then they're doing, um, but usually the learning and development stuff is, is private. Um, so we have the, the technology for that. And then we're helping, we're providing a lot of educational resources now to help people with how to get started, 
connecting them also with resources like if they haven't done a podcast before about kind of how to go about it um, but I think you know it can be used in so many different ways and uh, we're seeing kind of a wide array of uses but a lot of the reasons people came to us initially it was often as you're talking about many offices you know people it was often distributed teams uh, mm-hmm. sales teams that were out on the road and they were saying you know our re- sending more emails is not helpful you know this is being a, this is a struggle for these employees like think about sales you know they really need to be focused on selling and be out there on the road and we're telling them you have all this stuff to read uh, and you have to attend this thing and do this and you know, of course some of that is important to our you know our own development um, but they knew there were some more efficient ways to provide some of that. Uh, and so that's kind of where a lot of the organizations started. Now it's very different because a lot more people are working from home. So that actually provides maybe a different use case in really keeping people connected. Uh, there's something about the intimacy of audio. There's also a lot of research that shows that written, and I'm a writer, so I, I don't want to <laughs> downplay the importance of reading and writing, but we don't tend to decode a lot of that information. It's something like, it's kind of bad, it's like 7% when we read something, and audiovisual takes it up to like almost 40%, they say. Of course, it, it is based on you know, how well something's written, how well something is done audiovisually, mm-hmm. but it's definitely easier for our brains to take in the information and I particularly I listen to a lot of podcasts and I think that that sometimes the audio only ones too when that's appropriate can be particularly impactful because there's something about just that 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 listening factor Mm -hmm. you know that really makes a difference so a lot of companies are using it for the sake of it being either maybe the only way or the only really good way they can get across information uh one of our clients vmware they uh, we have an interview with them that we did online and that that's why they started because they had the sales teams and they could they could use their lms for certain things but it didn't have a very good offline playback experience and these folks were traveling all the time and so that's kind of why they thought about starting uh, and then it's become so popular that they started different channels you know for all different kinds of uses over time so it sort of evolved from convenience to the efficiency and effectiveness of it uh, and i think there's something unique about the storytelling piece mm. Uh, you know that people can hear stories of uh, of leadership, of employee wins, of you know overcoming adversity. <laughs> I think as I was thinking of that when listening to some of your past episodes, you know those are the kind of things. And, and often it's uh, in, it's either its own kind of piece, uh, or it really ties in with different L and D pieces that you're doing. It might be you know kind of in the micro learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, arena where it really reinforces you know some other bigger learning um, you know program or some training or it's something people listen to beforehand to sort of be prepared and in the mindset uh, is something that you know they have just in time so that they can go back to it because we know you know you can only absorb so much so you do a you know an online training and maybe you do a quiz and you know you've sort of mastered the knowledge but then when you're <laughs> applying it a month later you know, you have to go back and look at stuff and having those podcasts is really great. Um, recently, I've been hearing about quite a few people doing you because you mentioned some of your uh, background and I was thinking um, 
I, I talked about sales, but another one that I think we're going to start seeing more of is customer support teams mm -hmm. uh, using podcasts because especially those folks that are on the phone doing customer support all the time, what better way than to hear role plays of, you know, good examples of interactions, you know, that they can actually model and hear and, you know, that's not a one-time thing because you hear it, but you take in a certain amount, then you run into a troublesome customer and, you know, they, they a lot of times they have scripts and stuff, but mm -hmm. again, when you hear it, you really absorb it and you say, oh, the way that person kind of the tone they use, I see how that might make all the difference and the script maybe can't give you that. So I, I think that's that's one I'm really curious to see if more people are going to... I keep throwing that out there, you know, <laughs> to see if more people will start doing that. No, that's 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 exciting. I, I definitely I, I want to touch upon that. Uh, you know, from a sales perspective, uh, Devon and myself have uh, had conversations, again, especially about our old employer, how we can use it in that setting, even uh, with my current company. Uh, for engineers and running projects, they're in the field, uh, you know, nine times out of 10. And as a billable company, we have to make sure that they are working on projects, working with our clients uh, and, you know, working on infrastructure and things that we're doing to help build cities and projects and things of that nature. So it is very hard to, to take people away from their day-to-day -day job and say, hey, we're going to have you in this, this training or this learning session for four hours or eight hours in a day. So to your point, to be able to take advantage of what we call that window time, whether you're in sales or again, you're just in a field position, how do we really use that time most effectively to be able to provide you information and learning? And I think there's definitely something to be said, right? You know, we, we of course tout the fact that we also have the vidcast portion of what we do so to provide that visual component. But there is something to be said about the audio itself and how the mind and just the, the creativeness of your brain starts to, to create those pictures yourself mm -hmm. in your mind. So when you talked about using it for, you know, kind of role playing and customer service examples, I could definitely see that where, you know, you kind of outline this, this story that you're telling through this podcast format, but within the story, really the purpose is to help the listener, the customer service rep, you know, how do you resolve objections? How do you, you know, handle irate customers and use the right verbiage in the right way and ask the right questions at the right time uh, when typically they're not face-to-face? -face. All they have, the biggest tool they have is their voice. So just to be able to listen to that type of learning in those examples and, again, be able to paint that picture in their own mind, I think that's a phenomenal, uh, you know, additional use case for, for podcasting within a corporate setting. Absolutely. Um, we are a leadership, primarily a leadership podcast, and that's what we focus on. So I am curious, you know, from your experience, how, how have you seen companies and organizations using podcasting for leadership development? I think you also message, you know, mentioned leaders utilizing the tool to be able to cascade messages. So any examples or, or use cases that you've seen, uh, some really effective uh, ways that companies have used it for those purposes? Yeah, we have a lot of leaders doing podcasts. Uh, it seems like most organizations, if they take on the idea of podcasting, they may it may start with sort of a specific learning objective, objective or something. But there, it always comes around to there being C-suite leaders doing podcasts too, uh, because they're like, oh, that's you know that's a great way for me to share with uh, you know with our employees and it, you know in your voice, and that that does make mm -hmm. a difference. I think it really humanizes uh, the messaging. So yeah. we're seeing. Uh, 
seeing everything from uh, like a, a CEO fireside chat type of mm-hmm. thing uh, where the CEO does something on a regular basis. Um, some people do a, a hosted show or an interview kind of thing, but with maybe different members of leadership, but they have a sort of a steady host so that it kind of gives that person, you know, gives that back and forth conversation um, mm-hmm. versus kind of a one-way thing. And uh, another one that has been pretty cool is that we've seen people doing sort of, I want to say like almost like a TED talk type of situation Mm -hmm. and that's been a couple different things one was an organization that we worked with sort of early on they actually would bring in experts from all around the world and they used to have sort of a you know two people up on stage uh, having a chat or one person doing a talk and they would have an an audience there uh, pre-viral days (laughs) and they would do that but then they realized they wanted to record them and have them available for everybody because that they had people all over the world. So they started doing that and realized, oh, it's, it's really convenient if we can get it out as podcast and have it you know, available anytime and on demand. Uh, and then we've seen other organizations use that in a similar way. And, and, and more interestingly, sometimes is using internal subject matter experts. Mm-hmm. So having them do it and, and many, they can do it as a talk and that happens sometimes. Uh, but then a lot of people are also doing it in interview type format because that's sometimes a little more comfortable for the um, you know, the employee, the subject matter expert to you know, kind of bounce it off with questions and things. Um, and yeah, leadership development, all kinds of different different situations. I think, uh, again, the power of storytelling really helps when it comes to thinking about tackling tough situations. Um, one of, I was talking to someone recently and uh, they, they were saying that they thought, um, what, what some of their plans were. They have a couple different podcasts that they want to do for their organization, but one that they really want to do is when people move into different levels, uh, like moving into be a, a sales manager from being a salesperson, uh, you know, that they have this, a lot of times they're good at sales and now they're a sales manager and they don't really get a lot as far as, you know, managing people and all the potential mm-hmm problems and things they're going to run into and so they're like oh this is going to be really great to be able to use some of our other managers to talk about some of those things that they've dealt with um, to do some some micro learning pieces you know on just some of the real specific kind of topics we want to be able to impart upon them because they were saying you know it's not usually the kind of thing where uh, you know they move up and then they're kind of thrown in a lot of times and without that kind of um, training on those bits that we sometimes forget you you still need learning on <laughs> you know just because you know a product or you know how to sell or whatever does not you know mean that you have those other kind of leadership skills that are really important uh, so yeah I think there's going to be a lot of interesting and different different uses of it and and kind of as we see more podcast fans it, becoming you know responsible for doing podcasts within their organization they're bringing a lot of what they see from the podcasting world in general like someone might listen to your podcast and say oh wow the the way that they're doing things with leadership you know i'm listening to this it's a public podcast i enjoy it but you know there's some pieces of that that we might want to implement you know with something internal or you Mm -hmm. have a favorite you know like i use ted talks as an example but you have a favorite uh, podcast that you listen to all the time and oh we can do something like that within our organization too and kind of borrow those things that make it attractive 
Yeah, that was, um, we've actually, you know, and I see it as, as a huge compliment. We've had some of our listeners that have taken some of our episodes and use that for kind of training and development of their team and say, cool. hey, guys, you know, we want you to, to listen and watch this podcast. And then we're going to talk and do some activities about what you've learned and how do we implement some of those strategies that they're providing you. Um, so, yeah, so, again, it's 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 really cool when you see your your content and your information and your podcast being used in that type of format. But to your point, it just continues to um, emphasize, you know, the point of how how effective, you know, this can really be for for those type of settings. Um, so we do have Devon that uh, has joined us and Devon had a couple of questions as well. So it's actually perfect timing because I was going to kind of segue into uh, some of those questions. So one of the things that uh, that we wanted to ask Shannon is, you know, we're curious about how, right, obviously pod, the emergence of podcasts in the last three to five years has continued to grow, uh, especially from a podcasting community as more celebrities and podcasts have just kind of blown up. Uh, but how how has impact how has that impacted how people look to learn from from your perspective and again more from a results and benefit perspective that you've been able to see companies get and receive because of the use of podcasting uh, for learning and development purposes yeah it's huge uh, podcasting last year especially was just i mean we had a hundred thousand new podcasts start on podbean alone yeah a lot of those don't end up going to apple so if you see the apple numbers are a little over a million or, or whatever mm -hmm. um and but a hundred thousand last year new podcasts so it's it's crazy but uh yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and there uh, there's still i think room for a lot of good content out there you know mm -hmm. um i think there's still a lot of possibilities but i think that translates over in a couple ways one is that organizations are you know, people have become very familiar with its organizations, you know, people in on the L&D team start to think, hmm, that's a format I know, how could I use it? Uh, many times there, I talked to one group a while ago, and the reason they were looking to do it is they had done some surveys of employees about, hey, what if we offer this, this, or this, you know, what's the best format for you? And podcasts resoundingly were something that the employees wanted. That's because they're familiar with it, it's attractive to them you know that kind of thing mm -hmm. um so when we work with our platform part of our we have this podbean pro app that most of our organizations use or some use a white label app and you know we're experts at a podcasting app so it works really well because it is what they know so someone gets it and they can they immediately know how to use it it's not you know it's not like oh this whole, whole new system i need to learn how to you know maneuver and stuff so it's very convenient for the employee uh, and and doing that and so yeah I think the popularity is is leading to that desire on both the side of the people producing and the the listener side uh, and then people can get really creative with it and so again just listening to podcasts in general thinking of how you like to learn things um, personally and and you know what kind of formats you like and questions people ask and you know putting a lot of that into it one of the companies that you listen to the interview with uh slalom that we mm -hmm. work with um they have they they listen to a lot of podcasts and they always had fun like a, a fun and, and common interview question that they asked every time and they really liked that element so they started doing that on theirs and now it's sort of a water cooler topic you know amongst employees because everybody wants to have their answer prepared for this cool fun you know the question that they ask so I love that. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. And, and then Devon, I think you had uh, an additional question regarding kind of results and, and tracking of you know the use of the podcast from an internal perspective. Yeah, a thousand percent. Uh, first, I wasn't aware that there was even a white label option for some of these companies that are looking to leverage this um, as a way to teach. So I thought that was uh, really impressive to find out. Um, I'm pretty sure that's going to be exciting for our listeners who are exploring podcasts as a vehicle for teaching to know that they can have something that is branded you know, for their organization. Right. But um, going to the kind of the data side of it. Right. It, for companies that you know, are entertaining or exploring, leveraging, you know, podcasts um, as their, you know, their LMS, their primary form of learning, right? Um, How has the industry solved for um, kind of the results tracking component of it where we can get down to the individual learner and understand like consumption? Is that still evolving? Has that already been solved for? Podbean solved it. I don't know about others. <laughs> um, I think because we, as I was talking to Jimmy earlier and saying we did kind of got into this sort of by default because customers asked us initially, but because of that, we were really fortunate that our customers kind of pushed us into it and then we learned as we went uh, what we needed to do. So we, our, our corporate customers that do internal podcasting get the normal podcast stats, of course, also, but we have something called user engagement intelligence, which they get for private podcasts. And that's user level data, and it's also second by second consumption. So they can look at an episode and just say, okay, well, this, you know, we thought 30 minutes was going to be a good time frame for this interview, um, but, you know, we have a couple interviews, you know, done, and everybody's dropping off at 20 minutes. So either the time is too long or we're really boring the last 10 minutes or, you know, they can learn what they need to adjust. Uh, do they need to do a couple shorter episodes and that, and then they can also see the actual, you know, what the actual employee is doing. So one of our customers, uh, VMware, that we started working with kind of early on, um, they were taking that data and then they also, we did an integration with them to, with their LMS. So it dumps the data so that they don't even, it kind of saves them a step. Um, it's all downloadable and it's, there's, you can manipulate it in different ways, but uh, we just did a, an integration, you know, using APIs and stuff so that it just, it dumps right in there. Cause they do about 60% uh, I can't remember which is 60 and which is 40, but anyway, let's say half and half. Um, it, half is sort of internal communications, good to know, knowledge, growth, you know, leadership growth. And then the other half-ish is required training. So they obviously need to really track that very specifically. So those those are the ones that they actually, you know, track and then they credit um, the employees for completing those episodes. So it shows both, even if it's not required stuff, and you just look want to look at that uh, consumption data um, to get an idea of what's working and what isn't, that's really helpful. And then, of course, on the individual level. So, yeah, because normal podcast stats, I mean, it's a good question. You can ask it because you're a podcaster. So I think you, you know the normal podcast stats wouldn't really suffice for what you need to know when it's internal typically so that's why we've yeah developed that piece uh, uh, awesome I, I really appreciate you just kind of breaking that down and it definitely sounds like you've gotten to the grain of data that you know somebody running training would want to understand or need to understand in order to know if it's being effective or not i'm curious um just kind of as a follow-up from that 
are you guys seeing any specific industries that are really gravitating towards like this new method of delivering content and communications like is it prevalent in um you know spaces where you have like you know remote you know sales force or um is it really the tech areas that are gravitating and moving in this direction right now i'm just curious about that it's surprisingly diverse and actually not the things that I would think, because what you mentioned are some of the things that I would immediately, it would definitely a lot of sales, remote workforces. Certainly that was kind of our initial case, but lately it's been a lot of banking. It's been a lot of pharmaceutical. Uh, it's been, I've had some uh, organization, I've had a, a couple of sort of government related organizations and even membership organizations. So they were like, um, um, yeah, different. We just had one recently from a, a, a big nonprofit that's kind of tied. It's like an NGO, I should say. Um, and they're going to be doing a bunch of stuff with um, teaching people around the world. So pretty diverse in terms of the types of things that we're seeing, uh, the types of situations and stuff. So, um, and we do have audio and video podcasting. So we have some people doing, you know, more visual pieces. Um, but my, my pointer that I always tell people is I, I love podcasting, but I'm also not trying to sell it for every, as the solution for everything. You know, some things are going to require, you know, a, you know, it's not going to replace every written piece of something. You know, you're going to have to look at a guide for certain things. Of course, you're going to have to see a video, uh, but there are certain things that audio works well for, uh, and the delivery method of being able to have it kind of on demand, you know, works really well. But it's not, it's not going to be. I don't expect podcasting to be the only L and D thing <laughs> a few years from now. But I expect that most companies will think that they need it as part of something that they're doing with employees, um, whether it's more communications based or more um, training based or a blend. Uh, you know, I really think that there will be more of that because, yeah, we're seeing really diverse and I, I'm surprised it's not mainly tech companies. Maybe a lot of them uh, were doing it for a while in a different kind of sense, a different format. Maybe they were kind of ahead and maybe that's why I'm not seeing as much of an inf you know, a new influx uh, because certainly we have some tech and, and consulting consulting firms have also been a big because they're also out and about and uh, people that are, you know, busy professionals that need a lot of influx of, of uh, up-to-date knowledge. I think that's why we're seeing stuff like pharmaceutical and maybe, but I guess that would be true with banking and finance, financial services too, because there's so many things that are rapidly changing. And so that's always a good use. But I, I just talked to someone this week and they have uh, sort of warehouse folks. That's their main use that they want it for because they actually don't have company email addresses. And they were saying, you know, it's problematic to deliver a lot of things that we want, information we want to deliver to them. And with our service, they can just input, they can use a personal uh, address and be private members so that they're, so that it's all kept secure, but allows them to just use the app and they don't have to be behind a computer and logging onto a company system. So there there's probably a, a lot more out there that have that use too. So, yeah. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Thank you for the insights. Do you have any other additional questions, Devon? No, those are my, uh, my two, and then we ended up talking about um, just kind of how the in industry is changing, so I really appreciate that. But, yeah, I don't have anything else. Uh, I am curious, Shannon. One thing that I was interested in, in asking about, uh, you had mentioned companies also using podcasting for onboarding purposes. Mm -hmm. how, how specifically have you seen them using it for, for that type of, of setup and process? 
Yeah, a few. I think there's a bunch of different things going on. Uh, the one that recently uh, came to mind that I think I shared with you earlier is that um, one of the companies that we deal with that puts out a lot of podcasts, they're actually, they package together uh, the, some of their key episodes that they think have maybe the top learning things and some things that are real strong on company culture. And they provide that uh, in a... so the way our system works, there's groups and there's folders. There's some different ways to organize content. So they provide that sort of an organized fashion so that the employees don't have to, they can of course listen to everything down the road, but it gives them something. And they actually listen so that sort of day one, when they come into their job role, they know a lot more about the company than what they could just read on the website. And then the, you know, they have a real feel for things. And they, they've said they've seen a huge impact in how those folks are sort of integrated into the company and really can kind of speak the message of the company, be, you know, before they've really been, been in. Um, so that's, that's, I think, a really good uh, use case, and then others are using it combined with whatever sort of program they have initially to sort of really reinforce um, some of the things, or to have people listen to some things before they come in for a day of uh, training, onboarding, you know, reading things, that kind of stuff. No, that's great. I was actually just thinking about that. You know, we've we've attempted to do processes like that where, you know, before orientation, we would send them an email to, to welcome them to the team. But that would be great if they, they get a link uh, or we give them access, right, to, to the platform where they can now listen to a message or maybe even a couple of, you know, very quick series of messages that helps them to get them excited and helps with that onboarding process before orientation, you know, after orientation and continuously along that, that onboarding process and, and new hire training, whatever that may look like for that organization. Uh, so thank you. Yeah, definitely very, very interesting. Um, so again, we appreciate you, you know, uh, spending time with us and giving us this opportunity to ask some more questions specifically about podcasting uh, within a corporate environment and as a, a learning and development tool. Uh, like you said, I don't think it's the end all to be all, but I, I definitely see a huge impact in adding this to your ability to really continue to create this virtual learning environment that uh, I've been after and looking to create in the past and even with my current company now. So uh, again, thank you very much, uh, Shannon Miller, Director uh, for Podbeam, uh, and, and specifically working with um, communications uh, and also not just at Podbeam, but easy listening as well, or easy living, I should say, excuse me. Yeah. Um, so we thank you for your time and for being with us, uh, for our legacy leaders out there, especially those, again, who are working in a corporate environment or, or you have a small business of your own and you're looking for ways to help your employees learn more about your company culture, providing some type of onboarding process. Uh, and we even talked about uh, role playing and finding different creative ways to be able to help your employees and your team not just uh, learn information and be able to obtain that knowledge, but also even help uh, skill development along the way. So, uh, again, thank you for your time so much. Uh, for our legacy leaders out there, again, like this episode. Make sure that you leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you if you're out there and you've thought about it. What are some different ways that maybe we didn't mention that uh, you can see, again, as another use case for using podcasting uh, within your environment to help with that learning uh, and skill development process. So make sure you like and review uh, the podcast itself. Uh, again, please subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already and continue to share. Share this episode and definitely share the, the podcast itself with other leaders. Um, LND 
folks that are out there in that space that you know would get a lot of value from this episode specifically. Uh, we'd love for you to share it. And again, leave us some comments and continue to interact with us and get into the conversation. Um, we'll be talking more about this as well in our community. So uh, if you haven't joined us yet, please go over to Facebook as well and join the Legacy Leader Community, uh, where we'll continue to have more conversations about how we can use technology to help you as a small business, as an entrepreneur, continue to build out your team uh, and provide that learning and skill development along the way. Um, so as always, we thank you guys for continuing to listen and being a part of this conversation. Again, thank you, Shannon, so much for joining us. Uh, very informative. We appreciate it very much. Uh, and to our legacy leaders out there, as always, God bless, stay encouraged, and we thank you for your time. Thank you. Don't that be going crazy. You have just listened to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you live, lead, and leave a legacy worth remembering. Until next time.